0: I was going to say,
1: so what? Oh we we <laughs> Yeah, uh, cut that.
2: Uh, can, we, uh, can we go again? I didn't do anything. I didn't make any sounds.
0: Beep, go.
2: I think what we should do is we should just have this be the start of the podcast. Are we recording? Or hey, we've been we? you're recording. the one recording. Hey, everybody. Hi. <laughs> What's your name? My name's Eli. And this is When the Lights Go Out podcast.
0: All right, restart. restart.
2: <laughs> no, no, we're going with this. Uh, right, today... Uh, we're going to talk, this is actually the fourth, the last episode of our kind of mini-series, our four-episode mini-series, where we talk talking about uh, historical events and, and, and sporting events and how they kind of uh, intermingle, interact, and how they kind of always have uh, this this universal ability to, to interact, and it's hard to, to take them apart. With me today, yesterday and tomorrow, just kidding about those, Move.
0: It's it's moof, I guess. I mean Who else? That was a weird intro. So, let's go, weird we're going, we're right going.
2: James, what's your name?
1: Um today my name is James. Sean? Uh today my name is uh
3: at need No Applause on Twitter.
2: <laughs> also known as
3: <laughs> Also known as Sean. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. And this again is the last one and it's we're kind of we're talking about more of a less of one political event or one kind of series of political events and so we I think we're kind of talking about an overarching theory uh, kind of the umbrella of a certain political event and of the umbrella of a certain um, sporting event and I, I think it's going to tie the whole uh, you know the, the whole mini series together uh, I hope you like it uh, it's also I think it's going to it's gonna make a lot of sense it's gonna like bring us up to today because we've kind of been going chronological order so this is gonna bring us up today and james uh why don't you why don't you why don't you get started
1: yeah so (laughs) throughout the series we've kind of been we've been touching here and there on this this sort of Thought that like politics and culture and sports like are intertwined like and they always will be that they have been and and they will be so I'm I'm sort of going to take it one step further and, and look at some specific instances in which sports might have like had a pretty serious impact on especially U.S. politics um, and so what I'm looking at mostly is uh, the Olympics um, which we obviously know are like a huge event in 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 the summer. Uh, every four years. And it just so happens that they line up with U.S. presidential elections. Um, so every four years in the summer, we get to watch Michael Phelps swim in the pool and feel really good about ourselves. And then three to four months later, we go and we vote for who's going to be the president. Um, and depending on how the U.S. performs at these Olympics, um, it, it, it definitely affects how we sort of – view ourselves in the world and, and how we're, we thinking about ourselves. Like we, on our previous podcast, we discussed, um, the Iran hostage crisis and being a broadcast during the super bowl, a moment of like really big national confidence and kind of shaking that. Um, and so, so most of these Olympics that, that I find are interesting occurred during the cold war, which was like a big culture war, like us versus them kind of our way of life is better than, than their way of life kind of thing. Um, and there's a few Olympics in specific, like I'm going to look at mostly from 76 to the early 90s. Um, so starting in 1976, the Olympics were in Montreal. So this was also uh, Ford running for election. Um, Ford had never been elected to vice president or president, so he's not looking too good. He also recently parted Nixon. People didn't like that. Um, and our, our place in the world was just was very shook. Like the 70s were not a great time. Um there's like this sort of like America is the best thing is starting to crack. And in these Olympics, the U.S. like totally got their butt kicked. Uh, like the Soviets and East Germans way outperformed U.S. athletes. They may or not have been on performance enhancing drugs. Oh, right? uh, Aroids? <laughs> oh, <I> yeah.
0: <laughs> Allegedly. But
1: at the time, it just looked like <laughs> they were just like running away with this. And, and that like definitely shook uh, U.S. confidence. Um, and that election saw Ford being ousted. Um, which and was fairly rare for incumbents to lose. Um, like that doesn't happen very often. And then like four years later, Carter's running for election now. And again, like the U.S. is in a very similar situation. Um, national confidence is low. The Iranians have held U.S. people hostage for 400 days. It's not a great time. Um, And these Olympics are in Moscow, which, and we boycotted them to protest the Soviet Afghan war. And so the Russians just like have a fucking field day with it. And like, (laughs) it's just like a big party. And we have to like, sort of sit on the sidelines and be sad about ourselves. And people didn't like that. And so Reagan shows up and he's like, Hey, you know what? Uh, No, American is still, uh, still the best. And people like that message better. And they, they sort of rejected Carter in a, a not very close election. And then we'll jump forward another four years. In 1984, the Olympics are back in LA. That is Reagan's home state, California. And although his first term, term was like really rocky, not, not the, we have a much different view of Reagan now than, than what actually happened. Um, but the the Soviets boycotted this one because they were mad at us for boycotting the last one. And we just had a big party. Like US ran away with all the medal tables. Um, Reagan himself opened the, he like lit the torch. It was like a whole big, a whole big schmuck. And like not surprisingly, um, Reagan won the election by like unprecedented margins. Only Minnesota and DC voted for uh Walter Mondale.
2: Yeah, that's a lot.
1: Well, and he's, from, a he's from Minnesota. So <laughs> Oh yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it wasn't pretty and and it was but 1984 was, and, and at this point, the Cold War is sort of almost going to be wrapping up. And there's a few more examples, but in 96, in 2004, in 2012, incumbents were all up for election, uh, Clinton, Bush, and then Obama, and the United States performed, like, we, we won the medal table in all three of those, Olympics, and the incumbents won. Um, and then, so after my long ramble to tie us back up to in 2020, there was no Olympics this year uh, due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, and we saw for the first time since 1992, an incumbent president lose re-election, who a president who ran on this, this keep America great um, slogan, which I think most people would find it difficult to, or easier, easier to see that if we had, like a bunch of people doing really well in sports.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you call it a ramble. What it is is a perfect laying out of (laughs) this really interesting idea and theory that uh, kind of brings us to this, this subject we're talking about, which is like how, again, sports and this idea of, of sports connects so easily with national pride Nationalism, or you know, whatever you want, you know, patriotism. If you're in America, yeah. that's kind of what we call it. Again, that "Make America Great," whether it's again or whatever, like that's that kind of idea. You know, whether you agree with it or not, or what comes with the subtext, it's like what that statement says is the same thing that an American flag raised high says. It's that patriotism. It's that we are the best. Um, it's that feeling of the best. Uh, You know, and you get it so often in sports in, you know, individual leagues. And then at that, at that level, it makes, it only makes sense. Before you told me this, it wasn't a thought in my mind that they could affect each other, the Olympics and our presidential races could affect each other. But it's like, of course it is because they both in some ways are kind of working off of the same idea, which is that like, we're the best and we need to be the best and we need to show that
0: we're the best so i think like even beyond that showing we're the best winning the medal count in the olympics it's it subconsciously puts in your mind like hey we're at a good spot maybe Uh, this can keep going for another four years you know what i mean but like it's it's interesting how sports now we've talked about this in other podcasts at length but like how sports are uh, affecting politics now. Most recently, um, the WNBA in um, Kelly yeah. Leffler's election had a huge made that huge swing. Um, if for those of you don't who don't know, Kelly Leffler is a part owner of the Atlanta Dream, which is an N- WNBA team. Uh, the players and the coaches all got together to support the opposing candidate who won that Senate election. Um, I think the greatest part about that story is when the Black Lives Matter movement was ramping up in the summer, Kelly Leffler had sent a letter to the WNBA commissioner saying, hey, we don't want this. We want to take this out. The WNBA commissioner then sent out a memo to all the players and coaches with a list of action items. The first one on that list was, Figure out how to buy out Kelly Weffler's part of the Atlanta Dream. <laughs> so,
1: wow. Well, I I just the, I don't know if LeBron James is joking or not, but on on Twitter he was yeah. like, "Who's trying to buy this team?" And he's got money, so uh, he's yeah. got lots of money.
0: He's he can probably do it himself.
1: I mean, <laughs> yeah, probably could. Honestly,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. I mean, I it's such a I I when I think it, that this kind of theory that you brought to us, uh, I think it's just kind of like the largest possible, maybe not the largest possible, but one of the largest possible versions of what we've been talking about, which is the undeniable correlation um, partnership almost between uh, the way people consume and enjoy sports and the way people deal with these politics. major issues and politics, yeah, Sean. Yeah,
3: yeah. and I, was, I think uh, I was <laughs> muted for a little bit and for <laughs> why. so I might have missed if we talked about this. But I think it's also important to highlight that we're not with this with this correlation. It's we're not saying that like Trump is Trump lost because the Olympics weren't held. Yes, yeah, so we are. Yeah.
0: There are many and, reasons, why and
3: and, yeah. and, and, and 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 Ford lost because you know, like, yeah. I it, it think it's. It, it also, I think it's on the flips, like the other side, it shows like the importance of it too. So like not discrediting everything else, but I think we're trying to highlight like the importance of how sports is connected to national pride and how sports is connected yeah. to
2: uh,
3: the everyday politics of people's lives. And uh, like I, I was thinking about the Winter Olympics... Which matter a little less to people, <laughs> uh, except for the U.S. and other in Canada and cus stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a high cost uh, entry cost sports. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, anyways, yes. But uh, I was just thinking, like we like won a bunch of medals too, and then, like you know Sean White it was his final whatever. Mm. But I don't know if I cared past a couple weeks after. Like I'm, I almost want to postulate a theory that there's an oversaturation of medals that we win to the point where I feel less national pride for each one.
2: Because (laughs) for each individual one. Yeah. So you're saying you feel the same amount of national pride. It's like binary where if we do good, that's good it's, national pride. No, I
0: think what he's saying is that there's a lot of diminishing returns. Like, yeah. Oh, like,
2: oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Each one
0: and, after. And,
2: okay. and not only
3: that, like a lot of diminishing returns within the Olympics. I think also within each successive Olympics. Yeah. Where we do so well because mm-hmm. it's almost unexpected at this point. Yeah. And <laughs> we also don't always win the biggest competitions. We yeah. win a lot of swimming. We win basketball. Hey, basketball. Maryland feels, loves swimming. Basketball feels like a handout, like it does. Yeah, <laughs> and, and like a layup, if you will. We we struggle in track. Sometimes we we struggle <laughs> yeah. in a lot of the other ones. Yeah, and then like archery, soccer.
0: We're yeah, never. Uh, we're talking, not. Talking, we're talking not good at, at that.
3: men's soccer at least. Our women's it's, soccer
0: team. But, is yeah, men's soccer. Else. We're not good at.
3: Right, and so it's like. And that's the thing. I felt the most national pride when the women won the... Right. <laughs> yeah. the, the, you yeah. know, but, like, it, like, the men have never really won rec- in recent times as far as yeah. I know. And, like, so, like, it's... We, we we win such a big share. I mean, by so much. But I, it's almost like, I don't know if I care too much because we win so much right now. Like, yeah, I yeah. think we, we need a year of losing. <laughs> losing tons. and You just know what off, I think... Like,
2: I mean, I think Sean's absolutely right, and I maybe move is about to say this, and I just stole his thunder, and I feel horrible. Probably, not. Um, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that is like uh, I think that, that makes a lot of sense within the context of the presidential incumbent winning and, and losing, because like if we are expected to do well, and the more we do well the more, the higher the expectations are. And we do, and we don't reach those expectations, whether we're close or not close, either way, you know, the feeling of not meeting expectations is going to last. And in those instances, um, the incumbent president lost. And then in following instances when we did well, the incumbent won. Um, and that is kind of like a, a, a re, like a, you know, gaining, regaining that national pride, um, that patriotism and those expectations. Yeah. well, yeah. Yeah. It's really like, it's a a dip from the expectations. And so the fact that we have those expectations in the first place means that we're going to, you know, after a losing year, going to push it up. So there's always a dip is always going to be a dip and never a lasting kind of trough or just downward
1: trend. Yeah. 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 I think it's. It, I think it's the situation now. I think is a little bit different um, in that we are we are so used to doing well, and that's like. But in the seventies and eighties, it was like a very different. Like yeah. it, it was. It wasn't really clear. Like if like Soviets were gonna overtake the like. I mean, there was like Vietnam. There was Afghanistan. Like. It, it was a little less clear. And I, that's sort of interesting. So 1980, uh, like, was also a winter Olympic year because it was before they they offset them. Um, and that's, like, Miracle on Ice year. Miracle on like, Ice. And that was in, like, Placid. But, like, Carter really failed to kind of, like, capitalize on that. He, he didn't even go there. Like, he sent the oh. vice president to light the torch and stuff. Um,
0: yeah.
1: And, like the Miracle Ice dudes all like came back to the White House recently and were like all wearing those cute little red hats <laughs> that we all love so much, <laughs> which is just like, yeah, they, 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 they sort of failed to, like Carter failed to capitalize on the fact that that would, he could have attributed that to himself, but yeah. they saw it as like, <clears throat> yay Reagan kind of kind of right
3: stuff. Yeah. And I think that is also like, how much does the country take, Capitalize on national pride for each medal one like yeah like yeah I'm I'm forgetting but like for example curling like like I remember cheering more for our U.S. curling oh yeah than the other sports really because yeah. other than like the ones like snowboarding and stuff like and we're never good at curling so like <laughs> and so like if we had won I would have felt like way cooler about like yeah you know, USA versus like
2: great like, point.
3: Yeah. And yeah. Um, I just thought of this, like, I wonder if the type of sport also matters where if it's an individual event versus like a mm. team sport, because team sports, I think can write a lot of plot. Yeah. while Individuals sports are, are very like focused on the, the individual's own story. Yeah. I mean, like with Sean White, that's like all they talked about. But like with the U.S. curling team, they probably like mentioned like, oh, like this is the history of the
2: U.S. performance, (laughs) right? Yeah, all this stuff. There's more than just one story. It's those people and the history of the team. That's interesting too, because if you look at like, I think, well, I mean, swimming, we're uh, know each other from the state of Maryland. Yeah. Great state. Something like 90% of the swimming medals or something come from Maryland, 80s, 70s. You know, it's a high amount yeah. of, of medals that the U.S. has won. And I, you know, I think about like Katie Ledecky and it's like, I don't, I mean, I love watching Katie Ledecky swim. Not because I enjoy like all the medals she wins, but because it's fun to like watch her truly destroy – records people thought were not humanly possible and it's like if she didn't do that it wouldn't be as interesting to Mm. me and it would just be another like i don't know most of the swimmers but like she's just yeah that like literally better than anyone else has been at swimming no and it it takes that much yeah get to that point whereas in curling it's fun to watch because you're like oh like these people are really trying and we're like not usually good at this. Let's just like watch them try to succeed.
3: I think this also highlights like a deeper part of like sports in general, where if you're on a winning team, it's hard to care. Like every year, like if you're <laughs> Arsenal or, or like some te- like the Yankees or like uh, just a team that, that like. What,
2: what type goes. of team, Sean? Uh, what,
3: what I don't type know. Of football team. None of, my, none of my teams this year really make the playoffs. You know, so I this really year, what about the
2: last 20 years? <laughs>
3: Okay, yes. But <laughs> oh,
0: like, Eli, I was, Eli, Eli, I was
1: getting, he was, you just gave me a second.
0: In the middle of a,
1: can you let him <laughs> speak, Eli? Yeah. First, uh, cut that, cut that. I'll stop talking
3: for the rest. Uh, what I'm saying <laughs> is that it's it becomes more people shift to the underdog and start rooting mm-hmm. against you. As a Patriots fan, I was always rooted against. I didn't mind. I, I accepted it. I understood. I wasn't like, ah, this sucks. Like, I got mm-hmm. it. But as you mentioned on the counterpoint, the one place I would get respect as a Patriots fan is Tom Brady, because Tom Brady, arguably the best quarterback of all time. At this point, I don't think it's uh, like so people like had respect to being the best of all time. Yeah. Even though they had, may have to the franchise. Oh, right. So you're talking about Katie Ledecki. So there's like a there's like a level where yeah. like a team's winning a lot, but if someone's making records, that's why I didn't mind LeBron winning last year. Mm. I even though I don't like the Lakers and they <laughs> have tons of money. And yeah, like I because he is probably one of the top three greatest players of all time. Mm. Yeah, and there's, there's that uncanny. Valley. And yeah. So there's like so there's like so so I think like the US as a whole is like like, we've already set the record. Like, we're already, like, the greatest of are all time. Are we the Patriots? Yeah, we're the Patriots. The U.S. We, is the, Patriot. the Patriots. the oh, no. All you NFL fans, anti-Patriots fans have been cheating on the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> You've been the Patriots the whole time. I think. Astronaut meme. Like. <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> I think that, um, like, it's, it's, at this point, it's just we're expected to. Yeah. To, right. So, I think, I think that's, like, the biggest thing to um mm. your point sean is like you're talking about law of re- returns personally for me like michael phelps the first like i don't know 10 medals was good and like it was impressive to me and then every everyone after that was like ah it's expected of yeah him yeah, 10- yeah it's
3: just it's just, so, it's just like it means so much less and yeah like then you start talking about like Value theory of like (laughs) like medals as if it's economics because you know when you're super rich the 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 medals have less value to you versus when you're a country that's won maybe one medal in their entire lifespan it means so much more to them and so like it's almost like the value of the success is just different for a successful team versus an unsuccessful team
0: exactly. Like yeah. the Browns are shitting themselves this year because they yeah. made it to the playoffs. And
3: that's why the NFL, themselves. the NFL <laughs> is so fun this year because teams that have been historically shit are <laughs> do, like,
0: look, still historically they're
3: shit. They're bad, but they made the playoffs. Like that Washington yeah. football team is a good team. I'll take it. They're a good team. The, Bills, the Bills are a good great team. Good
0: team is pushing it.
3: No, no, they're a good team. The Washington God. football
0: team,
2: the Washington, technically a football team.
3: If the Washington football team play consistently, I think they could beat the Bucks. <laughs> Um and then the Bills are a I'll great take. team. Bills are a great team now, historically bad this
0: Yeah, this is gonna this is gonna age very so no, good. No, no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> it's it's hey, I, I
3: made a fifty dollar bet with multiple people, multiple people that the Bucks the are gonna done gambling, but <laughs> <laughs> the, the Bucks are gonna make the playoffs because no one believed it in the offseason. And I am going I, to be rich What
2: you should be doing is what me and Move did. This year, which is just trade the same ten dollars back when we bet on the we just betting on the Jets. It, the Jets. <laughs> <And then we laughs> it did, didn't happen. The, Eventually, we stopped, and then they finally then they
0: won. won. <laughs> like it was yeah. the most disappointing thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> I, I, I have one more thing. It's kind of that 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 the, the kind of value of those things. It's interesting because I, I kind of mentioned it earlier uh, in a different different in an earlier podcast. Uh, in this series but like what it means to be an individual and work your butt off and have a you know the olympics be the culmination maybe you only get to one or maybe you get to multiple but like either way those events uh feel to you as the athlete competing as something like you're bringing pride to your country and you're also doing you're at the peak of your game you're at the top of your game right but what it means to a country is very different so and also, I think that what it means for like an American to bring a medal in, uh, to, to bring home a medal in a sport that we often medal in versus
3: right, exactly. some,
2: someone in a country that wins two medals a year to bring a medal in something they've never gotten a medal in for. No, yeah. Those, oh, definitely. Those differences are vast.
3: I yeah. wonder if the U S is going to start exporting Olympic athletes because they could
0: like renting them out.
3: No, like not, a, not as much as like an official formal contract, <laughs> but I, but I just mean like, like Olympic athletes choosing to go to other countries, maybe their home countries. Cause a lot of us are U S athletes are not like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's like, already happening in one way.
3: Right. And I know yeah. Basketball. And I know soccer does that too, but like, soccer, I would yeah. Olympics, like does, like, are there any people who like, cause how, like, imagine how much pride you're going to bring to that country that maybe your, your ancestors or your, your grandparents, or I don't know, like how far back generations go, Yeah, like bring it back to the U S and like, you would just, you should fee, receive so much more fame
2: so much more notoriety, you know, and maybe it would mean more. I don't know. Yeah, you yeah. also don't have to meddle to do that. Like you can just like bring like like some countries don't compete in certain things, yeah. certain sports because nobody's like good enough to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like then like, oh you got fourth like the, place in basketball? Like that's awesome.
3: The Jamaican bobsled team that were yeah, very, very good that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great yeah, that's why
0: <laughs> that's kind of the reason Becky Hammond is like huge in Russia. Because yeah. she left the U.S. basketball uh, women's basketball team, yeah. went to Russia, played there, played internationally for Russia, and like won a lot, like a good amount. Yeah, because yeah. yeah.
3: I know. Don't a lot of Euro stars in soccer like play? For yeah, different teams. One,
0: one big one was Ronaldo. again with Russia. Mario yeah. Fernandez. Yeah, went from I believe Brazil, straight to Russia like a month before the last FIFA tournament, Men's FIFA tournament got like had got an expedited citizenship <laughs> because he needed to play for the yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. And then just played for Russia. Interesting. I, love- I know that Messi that's-
2: plays for Argentina, but obviously
0: he resigned. But in- that's because he's from Argentina. He's from yeah, Argentina. yeah. yeah. yeah no, like they,
2: don't, they don't win like a, like his Argentinian Argentinian teams are worse than his his team. Yeah, in I I do but they
1: love the, him. The last like Olympics, the, they were doing a lot better, and that was like a big deal. But. Yeah. It's it's like the only blemish on his. Like
0: yes. basically essentially He's not winning
1: a world whatever yeah. world cup or it's
0: a world the, cup and then he or- also loses a lot in the Champions League relatively. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but the, the, um it's interesting to bring up the point about the World Cup. Like Croatia was in the World Cup final recently. Right, like, that's right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. This oh is my like a gosh. tiny
1: Eastern European country, yeah. and they were like thrilled. Yeah. And, like, I was I win. was rooting for them. <laughs> yeah. I think we all were. Yeah. And yeah. I that goes it was,
0: back to the underdog mentality you we mentioned. Yeah. yeah,
1: we love those underdog stories. It's
0: human nature.
1: There's um I, I was at
3: the opening ceremony, they always show how many medals each country has. And it's like it was I remember last whenever the last Olympics, four years ago, five years ago, if that works. But there was just there were just so many countries with one medal. And it was like yeah. <laughs> really, I was like, wow, like there's, it was like, first of all, like, I don't recognize these countries because of my Western (laughs) imperialist education, but also like, like, it's like crazy. Like, there's just so many countries out there, like that you would win a medal and you become like a national hero.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, there are people like Michael Phelps wins gold, but like, there are Americans winning not gold, yeah. but like meddling just beneath him. And we just like don't even no, yeah. acknowledge <laughs> that. Right. We and...
0: know Ryan Lochte for like one reason. Yeah. yeah. One reason only. We,
1: we, we know him because he medals, or.
0: No, no because, because he did he... some dumb shit in Brazil. I, like,
2: I, think, I think we know him
1: because a he just. A gas station. dumb, yeah. right?
2: Yeah. I, I thought we knew him beforehand because he did
3: dumb did shit. Well, we knew he, he was blooded. on the team. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, he meddled. He
0: meddled a couple times. Guys, but, yeah, yeah, he
3: meddled. When, when, when do you guys really pay attention to the the U.S. swimming? Hey, like I swim. Do you guys I, do you guys keep track of the national performers every year? No, Big I pay swimmer. attention
0: to to hey, man, one. Month. I happen to know every. Si- no. <laughs> <laughs> I know
3: a,
2: Michael Phelps, Katie Ledecky,
3: Ryan Lochte. Oh,
1: nice, great. Nathan <laughs> you missed
2: the one we just talked about that
3: was yeah. the, the point was james,
1: know might no, james might know the most yeah I, well i i have like a definitely ties in with what you're saying about underdog like the us we weren't always so dominant and like i think it was 2008 there was like a, a relay team which like is uh there's four guys and mm-hmm. like we were supposed to lose um the french like they said like we are going to smash the Americans. That was good. That was
0: good. Shout out to our French viewers. <laughs> sure we don't have
1: any. <laughs> and <laughs> they were, they were like uh, predicted we to, to win. And it, it was going to go great. And this, like, this was like the last event. And so if Michael Phelps, he had to win goldness to break the gold medal record, like there was on the line. And in one Olympics. Yeah. And, yeah. and it wasn't clear, like if he was going to win, actually, this was right. a little bit, suspect Um, and they did win they came from behind it was like incredible the dude split the fastest uh, 100 meter split in history Um, and it was it was much more exciting (laughs) to see (laughs) Mm -hmm. something that we weren't sure was going to happen and also like a team like Michael Phelps swam first and he sat on the sidelines but he was like losing it like Mm -hmm. there's a famous picture he's just like ripped and screaming and like because he had to care about like someone else and it was, yeah. it, I think it was more impactful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, not no,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: That's definitely what you need.
0: so. Yeah, yeah.
2: that's a, that's a really. This is a really. I think this was a good kind of cap on our four part series we did. Um, if you haven't good. listened to the other three, uh, wherever oh you God. found this one you mm-hmm. can probably find those too actually you can definitely find those too really? on YouTube, youtube i hear right Is that, uh, yes I, did i hear that YouTube, right youtube spotify apple music google podcast apple, apple, apple podcasts That's there's google different podcasts uh, I, like Stitcher, we have, a, we have Stitcher. There's, there's, there a bunch of different
1: overcast
0: ones. Uh, uh, find yes, us I on the radio, Breaker, uh, radio I, I, I,
1: public. We can mail you a flash drive if you want.
0: <laughs> we can <laughs> that, mail you. That, a that has been done. We can mail you yes. a cassette tape.
1: We will <laughs> come to your house and do this live. If you, again. <laughs> if you donate
3: <laughs> to the do stream, sp- donate to the stream. We will the tier three donation, or it's the <laughs> live podcast. <for> you. <laughs> um,
0: if you if you donate more than a hundred dollars, I will come to your house myself. <laughs> just <laughs> me. I'll, I'll do <laughs> But to hang I'm, out I'm just, if you don't I'm need
1: 105 i'm not sure that doesn't happen uh, yeah. <laughs> if you're paying me 110 i'll uh do a handstand
0: there we go are we done with the spit?
2: yeah <laughs> this bit is done listen the yeah. bit is done so is the the mini series um this was very fun very interesting i feel like i learned a lot um Uh, All three of you guys have, you know, I mean, you did your own research, but you also have your own um, interesting points of view that I think was great to, I think I know was great to listen to. This is about me. Um, uh, It it was, it's always fun talking uh, to people who have um, interesting points of view. And that's kind of what a podcast is about. And this mini series, uh, again, was based around you know, historical events, history in general, and and its marriage with sports and how uh, interconnected they are. Um, And I think we hit a lot of really interesting points. And obviously this is a mini series we don't, we didn't have time to like go through all the events. So we cherry picked the ones that we thought were Uh, interesting um but if you like guys like this if you those out there listening like this um listen to it a lot and tell us we have social media we'll put that at the end um but maybe we'll do this again who knows um so thank you again for listening um again i'm eli
3: i'm moof i'm sean at nino applause on twitter (laughs)
2: i'm still james uh, and this is When the Lights Go Out uh, podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Please.
1: Beep, beep, beep.
0: Wow, good luck to the
2: editor. Whoever's editing this. Mm. Ra- I think Rachel's yeah. going to, oh, you're going to edit the sound, but I think this is a video one, so Rachel's going to edit them. physically. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh, wait, wait, Rachel's going to be staring at
3: my face this whole time? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no. <You> stop it. <laughs>